0: Welcome to the Ask Philip podcast. Today, Philip talks about the China crackdown and choosing freedom. Here's Philip.
1: Good morning. It is July 12th, 2021. Back from visiting home, had a good time in Houston. I went to the planetarium in Houston, took my took my family as my wife's side did. I, I didn't even know we had a planetarium there. It was pretty cool. Uh, my youngest loves space a lot. Uh, we watch our space Marvel shows uh, all the time, doing it uh, or, you know, during, during the week. So it was cool. Had had a good time. Definitely have to get a season pass here in, in Dallas, or we might even just get a season pass in Houston because we're there. We're there a lot and we plan to be there more because I think I like that one a lot better. So that was pretty cool. Also watched Black Widow. For those of you who have not seen it, I won't spoil it, but it was a it was a good movie. You know, I, I definitely think that the advertisement of it saying it being it being the greatest Marvel movie was a lie. But it was good to fill in the holes, right? I, I love the fact that the Marvel um universe is filling in all the holes in the storyline uh and, and filling it all out. So let's let's get to the uh let's get to the show. We're gonna most talk about the China crackdown. And so to understand China is to understand the principles of 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 where money flows to. Because once you understand the principles of where money flows to you'll understand a trend of china in in my opinion and so if you if you go and i mentioned this so a previous episode but it's been so far back let me let me go back over it again like when you think about where money flows to money which is energy right which which is the extension of us humans our energy right because we we serve uh humanity and for that service we receive back energy from them which is in the form of money right you use the energy to buy things we can store that energy Um, but money is energy. And so it's an extension of us. And if you think about humans, humans, we don't like to be enslaved. We don't like to be told what to do. We don't like to be restricted. we like to be free. We like things to be transparent. We like things to be open. And so whenever you look at history, like money flows to areas where it's, uh, you know, once it gets too controlling, too corruptive, you know, uh, you know, You know, less free money flows out, which is which is why where you anywhere you have dictators, you have poor economic situations and where you have the most freedom, i.e. America, you know, for the last few hundred years, you have lots of prosperity. And that's been the trend of humans, you know, since the beginning of time, money flowing more towards more freedom. And so the reason why Soviets lost against the U.S. in the Cold War, people want to be free. Like you're going to attract the best and the brightest. People, uh, which is going to be very good for economically, uh, and 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 in a, in, a, in a better incentive system, because basically it boils down to: do you let market forces dictate economic certainty, or a few people in the center? And 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 just again another principle that are the people are smarter than a small sum, right? So if you have the collective of the people, you know, as a whole, deciding on, hey, you know, what's the price of Jordan shoes, right? Is it twelve bureaucrats deciding the price and then putting it in the market, or will the market flourish better if people get to decide and have free free choice over whether they want to buy it for buy it at four hundred, five hundred thousand, right? The price will be what it be, what it's going to be based on people buying and selling and transacting um, at that price, and so you know, free markets are or where money flows to, and I won't go through all the points in history, but as you read history and you look at economies falling and crashing, you'll be like, oh yeah, make complete sense. Right. So going to China, right. You, you you have China, which was just struggling, right. They I mean, they were struggling, you know, for, for, you know, 50, 50 plus years ago, uh, economically. And then they began to open up their markets, become more free, um, you know, and I, and there's a, whole long story around that but they, they as they as they became more free move less towards essentially planned economy and more towards capitalism they call it i think they call it communism with uh or capitalism with communist tendencies or something like that they began to flourish but after around 2014 2015 they they went through their 2008 depression moment and um and so then they began to chi Jinping began to tighten the reins uh, around around China and so um, you know you, you you had a lot between then like some capital flight so there were, there were there was lots of Chinese money escaping China uh, going to America and other places where they knew their property rights were respected. That's kind of clue number one. And then you had recently uh, well, well then you had the fight between um, you know Trump and, and, and China's government, which is a whole ordeal. Um, which I'm 100% sided with Trump on uh, getting with the Chinese because they began to do some 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 funny things. Um, and then you had Alibaba, you know, Jack Ma, whenever Jack Ma was getting ready to do the Ant IPO and China basically made him bend the knee and kiss the ring and killed that deal. And then you had now China banning uh, you know, Bitcoin mining. Just basically, you know, a lot of folks are miners are leaving, getting out of China. Now you have, and 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 through that period of time, you also had them um, starting to mess with tech companies that they deem to be too powerful. Which is again part of what they did with Alibaba. Part of what they don't like about Bitcoin. Part of what they don't like about these tech companies that they're delisting different different tech companies. Recently, I woke up, I woke up this morning and saw the ByteDance IPO. Uh, postponement which is the you know parent company of TikTok. and, and so w- w- what happens when you have a centrally planned economy it, you know your your power is dependent upon your ability to control the media and control the money and so technology by its nature is moving more power to the people as I mentioned on previous episodes before bitcoins money for the people you know uh, the the internet communication side Facebook, you know, YouTube, Twitter, which, you know, China also doesn't like, puts the voice in the hands of people and and does not allow essentially or makes it tough for essentially um essentially, you know, for centralized power to fleece the people. And um so so they are cracking down aggressively to consolidate power because you have to when the economics are not as good. P- people, people don't mind a dictator if things are becoming better financially. And so relative to where China was 50 years ago, you know, before 2015, it was getting better and better and better financially for people. So people were fine. They they were happy to have a communist centrally planned government when things were flourishing and getting better. But now that things are getting worse economically because of their debt deleveraging period that, that, that they're in, they have to tighten the reins of power or, you know, or they feel like they have to because that communist system Um, It just doesn't work as well. Right. And um, and so that's where we are. Right. China, China crackdown is showing chinks in China's armor. I was never super bullish on China and communism um, before. Again, good economics covers all kinds of sins. But my thesis that China will get exposed more and more over the next decade. And I mean, you, you think about it, if, if, if you're a Chinese citizen, and a lot of them have moved that, that were in America have moved back to China with the promise of, you know, China being the next global power, they're starting to see, wait a minute, I want to be somewhere where it's more free because if they're able to shut down the silence Jack Mall. You know, what, what are they going to do little low mean? So they, they, they lose, um, they're going to lose lots of talent, lots of people who want to go into these new innovative areas. Lots of things that, you know, um, and, and you have China doing this around a time where the world no longer wants to run their supply chain through China because they're getting super aggressive. And so they're going to lose that money. Um, and so China's just, man, I, I don't think they're playing their, I mean, they're playing their cards the best way I guess you can when you're a communist government. But yeah, it's, it's just bad. It's terrible. I think long term. This, this is one big reason why I'm super bullish in America. A lot of folks are bearish in America. but I'm like, where else is better? I mean, Europe is a shit show. Uh, China is communist. America is the best place to be for the next hundred years, in my, in my humble opinion. Right? I, I think I think the world goes digital, you know, for sure. But I think out of all the, you know, fiat governments, um, you know, America is still going to be the best. I mean, that's just the truth, in my opinion. But it's, it's truth based on principles and how they work. Let's let's talk about one other topic. Prioritize freedom over things. One of the things that Robert Kiyosaki, uh, his book, I struggled with it when I read it when I was about twenty years old. It was talking about how uh, he he had his rich dad, and his poor dad, and his 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 rich dad, which who like who was really rich, didn't have a lot of material things, but his poor dad, his real dad, you know, bought all the material things and ended up with like being poor, no wealth over time. Because because wealth means freedom, right? Freedom means economically, you control your own fate. You, you have enough assets to generate uh, income and not have to depend on a job, like one entity to provide you money or the government to provide you money, if the entity fires you. And, and, and so, you know, it, it stuck with me where I was like, well, man, you know, I, I struggle with it because I I wanted things, but you get, you get more freedom, the more things you're willing to give up now, later. So for example, I, I'm going to mess up this example, but he said something about, he wanted a, some car or something, but he had the income to buy it, right? It's the difference between income and wealth. He had the income to buy it, but he wanted to buy it with, um, <clears throat> with, you know, with, uh, with income from his from his assets, so he wanted to be able to say, "Hey, I, I don't want my my earned income to buy. I want my investments to be able to pay for uh, this car that I want." Which is a which is a game changer mindset. Which means the income that he was making from 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 working, he had to invest it and built that up, built that asset up to a level to where it could pay for the wants that he wanted. Right? He had his needs covered uh, with his income, but he wanted his wants and needs to be covered from his his income and I and I struggled for a while, but I built it into my DNA. It became part of who I am. And so over the years, you know, um, I'm, my wife will tell you I'm I'm very frugal. Right? I mean, don't get me wrong. We definitely, you know, <laughs> I've compromised and come uh, met my wife in some spaces, you know. But but relative to our income and 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 where we're growing to, like we put a lot back into investments and and the business. Because we have a vision uh, for where we're going, we prioritize freedom over things. And I'm not—I'm not at all knocking anybody who's who who doesn't. But I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm giving it as a principle because a lot of people walk around saying, "Hey, I want to—I want to be financially independent," but they spend all of their income on things, right? Or and or on things that make them appear to have uh, wealth. But what people don't realize is. Uh, you can't fool people who understand the wealth building principles. So a lot of times, you know, my wife will see somebody doing it and say, oh, you know, they're doing this to doing that. They must have money. I was like, well, no, they have income. They don't have money. And she said, well, how do you know? I said, okay, look, I've looked at like thousands of balance sheets. And if I know what somebody does, where they live, I understand what their income is. Uh, and and then if, and if I see what they're spending their money on, I, have a, I can codify them and have an idea on their habits. And I can, like, think of, like, a computer algorithm. Like, I have an idea of how much money they have, you know, uh, in in the account, which is none. You know, so, for example, if they're, like, in their mid-30s, you know, and they're making, I can estimate they're making a couple hundred thousand a year, but they live in Frisco. And they got every new car, they're vacationing all the time. I can just say, hey, listen, it's cool. They're living their best life. I'm happy for them. But, you know, when she says, oh, they must have... Lots of money. I'd be like, no, they make they make good income, and they don't have any money because I've I've seen you know hundreds of those kind of balance sheets, and so I understand it's the low key people, the people that people are saying that that she never suspects you know would have money. Like those people have money because they drive the the used cars, you know they 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 watch what they spend their um, housing money on. They're very smart about that, and they invest a lot of the money. And so again, I'm I'm not knocking anybody how to spend the money. I'm just giving context into. And by the way, this is not a revelation. Like this is not just something uh, um, that I'm basing on my own experience. Like if you go read The Millionaire Next Door, it's a well-researched study over years and years studying millionaires and non-millionaires, and uh, it has the same research. And I think it's been replicated many times before. But it's just truth. People, you know, so I'm going back to a lot of people will, you know, buy things and share experiences and stand next to, you know, cars they can't afford on Instagram to show, hey, I have money. But I'm like, you're only fooling people who <laughs> who don't have money. Right, you're fooling people who don't understand the game. People who understand the game, you're not fooling them. And as a matter of fact, you're letting us know. Like when I see that, I'm like, I don't want that person as a client. I don't want to associate with that person. I don't want them part of my mastermind group. Not because I'm judging them, but I just understand your net worth is going to be reflected by the people that you hang around with and you associate with. And so that's, you know, um, so if I'm saying, hey, I'm trying to grow my business, I want to grow my business with wealth builders because of what I do. If I want to have a mastermind group, I want to have a mastermind group around wealth builders. If you want to go grab drinks and have a good time, yeah, I want to have a good time with folks that, you know, like to have a good time. That's what they're spending money on. Cool, like I'm not judging you. Um, you're still a human, right? And not everybody needs to want to be free. I do. And so in my actions, I have to make sure that I'm smart about that. But um, that's the end of the show. Uh, until tomorrow, enjoy your day.